We saw the return of Jason Robertson to the lineup last night, and boy, did it make a difference. On today's show, we'll break down last night's big win for the Dallas Stars, the 5-4 victory over the Buffalo Sabres to start off their four-game road trip. A full breakdown coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day i'm your host dane lewis your local expert on the dallas stars and it is friday january 21st it's the weekend folks we made it we made it to friday and the dallas stars made it five wins in the win column on the road uh here in this 2021 2022 season uh coming at a very very crucial time avoiding a four game losing streak the stars seem to be riding the ship a little bit on the road uh not to get too premature to get too far ahead of ourselves but the Dallas Stars that looked good down the stretch last night, coming back down from two to zero and down four to three at one point to claim a victory in Buffalo against the Sabres uh, and a crucial win, a crucial two points um, on a night where some other Central Division teams were playing Nashville and Winnipeg. Just a really, really good night. Pretty intense game. Uh, pretty scary game down the stretch. Didn't know if the Stars were going to be able to hold up in their defensive zone at the end there, but Braden Holtby made some really nice saves and the, the stars overall did a pretty good job uh, outside of losing a few of those faceoffs, but did a good job clearing the zone and making it difficult for Buffalo to score a goal there at the end. But overall liked what I saw for the most part, and we're going to break it all down on today's show. But before we get into all of the good stuff that we need to talk about today, I do want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of locked on stars, whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener. Thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you find your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. The show is always 100% free no matter where or how you listen. And you can also rate and review if you like what you hear for no cost as well. And you can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and the show on Twitter at Locked on stars be sure to give us a follow on both those pages but without any further hesitation let's get right into last night's game and i think the biggest takeaway is just jason robertson as a whole jason robertson making his return to the lineup like i said to open the show and it is jason robertson's season baby man it was so nice to see him back in the lineup after missing the past couple games with a lower body injury seems like he didn't really uh, miss a beat. It didn't seem like he was too affected by whatever kind of injury this was. Probably just a little bit banged up, as does tend to happen in the sport of hockey. As physical as it can be, sometimes you take some shots, especially to the lower body. But Robo seemed back. Didn't really seem too hindered by any kind of injury. And I, it may sound foolish to say, but I think, at least for me, and, and maybe some of you feel this way as well, I think I'm just now realizing how valuable Jason Robertson is to this team. I, I mean, clearly we know that he's talented and he's you know, a very important member of this Dallas Stars team. He was a Calder Trophy finalist last season, second on the team in points last season behind Joe Pavelski, second on the team in points right now, only behind Joe Pavelski. You know, an incredible player. And I don't think myself or anyone else that watches the Stars team is doubting his talent or his ability. 
but I think his overall value has maybe just been a little bit mis misunderestimated in the grand scheme of things. You know, he missed these past couple of games, but then he comes back to last night's game and makes a huge impact. And I mean, an unquestioned impact to earning my star of the game without a doubt, uh, with honorable mentions to Braden Holtzby in the third period. And of course, Tyler Sagan, who we'll talk about a little bit later, got the Sagan jersey up behind me because he played fantastic last night. But I digress about Sagan. We'll talk about him later. We're going to talk about Jason Robertson right now. He did score Dallas's first goal of the game to help keep the game in reach. The Stars were down 2-0 to zero early off some critical mistakes from the Stars, giving Buffalo a little too much room to score. Uh, I feel like that was something that was being harped on throughout the broadcast, especially from Razor, that the Stars were just playing some very soft defense whenever Buffalo was shooting the puck. And I think, you know, on pretty much all four of those goals, you can make the argument that the defense could have been a little bit tighter and there were just some assignments and some miscommunications from the defense as a whole. But Jason Robertson scores a, the critical first goal of the game off a John Klingberg shot originally. Uh, but Klingberg and no one else actually gets the assist. I guess it bounced off another Buffalo player or two. And then Robertson gets control of the puck, shoots it, gets an unassisted goal. But, you know, it was huge because it helped keep the Stars in the game. Down 2-0, it seemed like things could have gotten out of hand very early, and the deficit could have been too great for Dallas to overcome. But Robertson made it happen. And he also made it happen later in the game with a crisp pass to Rupe Hintz to make the game 3-2. Just a perfectly placed pass where Rupe could get it and put the puck in on the power play. His first goal of the game coming on a power play as well. And then his last goal of the game coming off the power play uh, off a pretty, pretty pass from Tyler Sagan. Uh, Joe Pavelski sets up Sagan in the corner. Sagan hits Robo for a wide open shot on the net out of the air, too. So some really good hand-eye coordination from Robo. And, you know, Aaron Dell, goalie for the Buffalo Sabres last night, had a pretty good game, 42 saves on 47 shots, but he just did not see that pass coming, didn't really see the puck coming, didn't really have time to react to such a play like that. And uh, if you go back and watch the highlight, you, you can see uh, Sabres forward, Andrews Bjork was just beside himself for letting Robo get as open as he did right there. You can kind of see his frustration, realizing in the moment that the game was probably lost in that moment with, I think, about three and a half minutes to play at that point. The Stars finally claiming the lead for the first time in the game. And, you know, we saw the Stars struggle tremendously on offense against Florida, where Jason Robertson did play. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he did play in that game. But even if he did, uh, not a whole lot going on for him there. But he did not play in Tampa. He did not play in Dallas against Montreal. And we saw how the Stars' offense was impacted. The offense really held to pretty much nothing, especially in Tampa Bay, only getting one goal from a defenseman in Essa Lindell. And then in Montreal, just struggling to get anything going on offense outside of a few instances that, you know, Jason Robertson just wasn't there to provide his passing, to provide his shooting ability, to provide his overall offensive IQ. But, you know, the Stars scored five goals last night, and I think a huge credit to that is clearly from Jason Robertson scoring two goals, but also assisting on that goal to Rupe Hintz, and just his presence on the ice, I think, made a huge difference when the Stars desperately needed it to get this win, to start out this four-game road trip. And, you know, earlier this year, I made my, you know, Rupe Hints for Hart case, which now I think is an irrelevant take. I still think, you know, that Rupe Hints is a great player. He's very valuable to this team. As we saw him scoring that goal last night, he put himself in position to get that pass from Robo to score the goal. So not undermining Rupe Hints by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't think that he's playing quite, you know, as consistent and as on fire as he was during that seven game win streak earlier this season. Uh, but maybe later on in his career, he'll be a true Hart candidate or an art ross candidate maybe even but i think as of right now you have to say that jason robertson is the most valuable player on this team 
And, and I feel like it just keeps rotating between Rupe, Joe Pavelski, and Jason Robertson. I feel like during that seven-game win streak, it was Rupe Hints, and then a little bit after, Joe Pavelski kind of went on a tear. Still playing really well. Joe Pavelski gets an assist in last night's game. So everyone on that top line recording at least one point. But Jason Robertson right now, it's just playing on a whole other level. And when he's on the ice for the Stars team, he's truly a difference maker. And it feels like they can go toe-to-toe with anyone that they play. And I think that's been the case for the Stars, especially when they have that whole top line out there. But it seems as of right now that Jason Robertson is really that missing piece. Uh, and so I feel like, you know, the narrative might continue to change depending on who's on fire. But I think at this moment in time right now, Jason Robertson is truly the most valuable player to the Stars and to their offense. And we, we got to hope that whatever this lower body injury was is truly behind him, which last night it seems like it was as of the time of recording this. All signs point to him playing tonight against Detroit. Hopefully, with it being a back-to-back, he's able to still be healthy and able to be fully mobile and still able to produce the way that he did last night in Buffalo because we we desperately, desperately need him. You know, I, I think even in those two games without him against Tampa and Montreal, the top line kind of looked a little bit disjointed without him, and clearly so. I mean, they're trying to build chemistry with a guy who isn't typically playing on that line uh, and Jacob Peterson or whoever else is out there sharing time with them. And so I, I think he's a key piece to that top line. He's a key piece to the Stars team, a key piece to this Dallas Stars franchise in general. I mean, I, I don't think it's an overreaction based on what we've seen from him in his one and a half seasons with the Stars to so say, pay him whatever he wants at contract time because this guy is the real deal and he's got a bright, bright future with this franchise if he's able to keep up what he's been doing over the past year and a half. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your New Year's resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so difficult and so boring. By like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate in my life? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So they're covered in 100% chocolate, yet they're still good for you. You can compare that to a candy bar, which is usually containing around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Want to take a moment and talk about another thing I really liked from this performance from the Stars last night, and that was their power play, which I think has been lacking a little bit over the past few games. You know, we talk about the non-special teams for the Stars as of late. The penalty kill still not looking fantastic. They did give up a power play goal to Buffalo early in the game. I believe it was their first goal of the game that Buffalo got on the board because of the power play pretty quick into the power play as well. Uh, or maybe it was their second goal. I can't remember off the top of my head. Regardless, uh, nice of them to at least get two penalties killed later in that game. I think Buffalo went one for three. But the power play had been a little bit lackluster on that road trip in Florida, been lackluster in that game against Montreal up until the end of the game when Joe Pavelski got a goal. But it was finally back, and it was back in full 
force against Buffalo. The Dallas Stars went four of five on the power play in last night's win. And so much of the success of the power play, I think, came off the chaos that was being created around the Sabres net. You know, you look at that first goal of the game originated from a John Klingberg shot, like I said earlier, and even though it bounced off a few other players, Jason Robertson is able to get control of the puck, shoot it and get a relatively easy goal. And so I think that you can give a lot of credit to Klingberg for taking that shot, noticing all the bodies in front of the net, noticing that, you know, uh, Dell, the goalie there was going to have trouble kind of ragging it in, um, raking it in, if you will. Jason Robertson makes a nice play. Even the second goal uh, came from a nice pass to Rupe Hints while he was rushing the goal. Uh, always hard for a goalie to kind of read the play whenever he sees a player or two because there was a defender with Rupe kind of rushing at the goal. Hard for them to react in the moment. He knew the pass was coming, but also I think there's a chance that Dell maybe thought that there was going to be a shot from Jason Robertson. Instead, it's a pass, so hard for him to react. There are a lot of chaos happening that I think Jason Robertson and Rupe Hints took full advantage of a little bit more chaos around the net. And even Tyler Sagan's five-on-five goal, the only uh, full-strength, even-strength goal for the Dallas Stars, if you will, came as a result of a crowded net. And, and I mean, not overcrowded, but Jamie Benn and former Dallas star Mark Pissick were both in front of the net. Tyler shoots the puck, I think maybe intending to get a redirect off Jamie, but the puck misses Jamie entirely and bounces off the back of Pickett's jersey into the net. Again, Tyler taking advantage of a little bit of, you know, hustle and bustle in front of uh, the Sabres crease and being the beneficiary of it. That goal tied at the game for the stars. They would eventually surrender, you know, another goal to the Sabres, but then they wouldn't look back and score two unanswered goals after that sequence. And so it was really nice to see Dallas finally be rewarded for the amount of shots they were putting up, you know, over like a hundred attempted shots against Montreal, not all of them on goal, obviously, but even tonight, you know what they put up 47 shots on goal. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that Dell had a career high, 42 saves i think uh josh and razor were saying on the broadcast that his career high was i think 41 and now he had 42 saves last night so it was nice to see the stars finally getting rewarded for their relentless effort offensively for shooting the puck they hit the crossbar a few more times in last night's game which is oh so frustrating whenever that happens because it means you're so close the goalie missed it it got by the goalie got by the defenseman but you were just inches from finding the back of the net And, and overall i think you know you just can't question the effort from the power play and even just the five on five game. There were so many guys looking to score tonight. A lot of guys had some really, really good opportunities. Jamie Ben with four shots on goal, Roddick Fox with, with four as well. He had some really, really close encounters at the front of the net. Roddick Fox seems due for a goal just about any day now. Been a minute since we've seen him score, but he's been playing very well as of late. Jason Robertson, five shots on goal. Rupe Hintz with five shots on goal. Dennis Gurionov with eight shots on goal. Dennis, another guy like Roddick Fox, who had some really, really nice looks playing on that second line with Tyler and Jamie. They've been looking really good ever since, you know, pretty much coming back from the COVID hiatus. Ever since those guys have started playing since then, and they've all been able to be on the ice together, Sagan, Ben, and Gurionov, they look fantastic. Gurionov, another guy who I thought was due for a goal at any moment in this game. Tyler Sagan in his own right, five shots on goal. So really good to see all of these guys get involved. Seemed like a little bit more of a quiet night shooting-wise for Joe Pavelski. No goal. I think he only had one or two shots on goal. But again, did get an assist. Still finding a way to be effective in this game. But the team played really good for the most part as far as an overall team game. I just think that they played a little bit too loosely defensively. Defensively, like I mentioned earlier. And you know Buffalo was able to take advantage of some of those mistakes. But I think it was a nice change of pace from that Montreal game to see Dallas finally, you know, get some chemistry and connection going with a relatively healthy roster still missing Andre Sekera and Alexander Radulov, which hopefully we'll see those guys back soon. 
But, it, you know, it seems that if we can get these guys to be on the ice together consistently, they build that offensive chemistry and they're going to, you know, start making more of these shots than they miss uh, as, as time goes on. And, the, and they're going to continue to establish that play time with one another, establish that chemistry. And I think we're finally starting to see it come to fruition with last night's win in Buffalo. And now the Stars just need to continue to carry that over and continue to move forward with what they have going in Detroit against the Red Wings, which after this break, We'll give you a preview of tonight's matchup. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and there's a new updated desktop and mobile website where you can sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And to close out today's episode of Locked on Stars, I want to send you on your way for the weekend with a quick preview of tonight's matchup between our Dallas Stars and the Detroit Red Wings. The second meeting between these two teams this season after playing eight times last season. And normally, you guys know, I like to collaborate with other Locked on hosts to preview these games. But with the back-to-back and having to talk about last night's game and talk about tonight's game, not time for a full crossover, but... Brian Fisher of Locked On Detroit Red Wings was kind enough to record a quick four-minute video for us, kind of talking about this Red Wings team and what to be on the lookout for in tonight's matchup. So let's go ahead and hear a quick word from Brian Fisher of Locked On Red Wings about this team. Hey, Locked On Stars Nation. It's Brian Fisher, host of Locked On Red Wings, and I'm here to give you a quick preview of what to look out for when your Dallas Stars take on my Detroit Red Wings at Little Caesars Arena on Friday night. And really... There's five players you got to keep an eye out for. First and foremost is the defensive rookie, Moritz Sider. He leads all rookies in assists with 22, and he also leads the Red Wings in total time on the ice and second on the team in average time on the ice with 22 minutes and 23 seconds average per game. He has come over from the Swedish Hockey League winning after winning the defenseman of the year in that league and immediately has become the number one defenseman on the Detroit Red Wings. And he was talked about nonstop about his defensive game and his big hits coming over with him was a sneaky offensive upside. He facilitates offense anytime he's on the ice and uses his size and his surprisingly smooth stride to shut down uh, opponent offensive rushes at the same time. You also got to look out for Lucas Raymond, who leads all rookies in total points with 32 on the season. And he's second among rookies and assists and second among rookies in goals. He is the complete package as well, playing on a line with uh, Dylan Larkin and more recently Vladislav Nemesnikov as well, as they slide Tyler Bertuzzi down to the second line. He has been a lethal weapon for the Detroit Red Wings and quite a surprise. Even Steve, Steve Eiserman admitted he wasn't expecting Lucas Raymond to be as explosively good as he is as soon as he is. The third rookie you got to look out for is the one they traded for from Carolina, Alex Nedeljkovic, who retained his rookie status after being Calder finalist last season. 
He leads rookie goaltenders with save percentage at 918 and wins at 12. He has been dynamite in the net. This team is one game above 500, and a lot of that is due to Alex Nedeljkovic keeping the Detroit Red Wings in games they definitely should not be in. There have been multiple times this season you can look at the West Coast road trip the Detroit Red Wings were just on as a perfect example. There were two games in that uh, in that West Coast trip where the Red Wings looked like total garbage. But if it were not for Alex Nedeljkovic, that game would not be close. Now, the Dallas Stars game is the first of a back-to-back for the Detroit Red Wings, and I know the Dallas Stars are coming off of a back-to-back themselves. So you might not see Alex Nedeljkovic. And if you don't, you're sitting pretty because Thomas Grison, that if he comes off COVID protocols, has been bad this year. The 36-year-old goaltender has a save percentage of 860. But the offense doesn't end there with Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider. As Dylan Larkin is having a career year, he sits a point above a point per game currently. I believe it's 36 and 35 games. And Tyler Bertuzzi has been a lethal force wherever they slot him in the lineup, playing most of the season at uh, the first-line winger role. Slotted down to the second-line winger to help spread out the scoring depth, and it has worked phenomenally ever since they moved Tyler Bertuzzi down. Uh, that second line's offense has t- ticked up a notch. Pew Suter and Robbie Fabry instantly gel with Tyler Bertuzzi, as everybody does. So really, those five players are the guys that you have to look out for. Alex Nadalkovic, Lucas Raymond, Moritz Sider, Dylan Larkin, and Tyler Bertuzzi. Outside of that, if you want to beat the Detroit Red Wings, you take advantage of their depth issues. Outside of the top two forward lines and Moritz Sider on defense and Alex Nadalkovic in goaltending, they have a hard, hard problem with depth. Their third and fourth lines don't provide a lot of offense and their defense outside of Moritz Sider and occasionally Philip running do not provide a lot of defense. So if you can beat them in depth, you'll win this hockey game, but you got to shut down those, that top line, those top two lines now, and that top defenseman in Moritz Sider. That's what you got to look forward to in the Dallas stars, Detroit Red Wings game on Friday. Big thank you to Brian for putting that video together for us, giving us a preview of what to be on the lookout for from this Detroit team. And like he said, looks like there's a lot going on with the top of their lineup, especially their top two lines. Looks like it's going to be a battle between both teams as top lines. Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski versus uh, Nemitstikov, Larkin, Raymond, Ben, Sagan, Gurionov versus Fabry, Suter, and Bertuzzi. Uh, from what it seems like, from what he said, what I was able to find online. Going to be very, very interesting to see how those matchups shape out, see which offensive trios can come out on top and get the best of one another. Looks like we're going to get Maurice Sider versus Miro Haskinen as far as defensemen goes. Two young defensemen looking to make a name for themselves in this league. Looks like we might get Jake Gottinger versus Alex Nadelkovich, two young goalies who have next in this league who are looking to make names for themselves. Hopefully, we'll see Alex Nadelkovich just because I'm, well, I say that. I say that selfishly because it would be entertaining, but also it seems like the Stars offensively would be better off if they don't see Nadelkovich. And we'll see if the Red Wings save Nadelkovich for the second game of this Detroit back-to-back. They have the Stars at home, and then on Saturday, they'll hit the road and head to Nashville to take on the Predators. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not they play Nadelkovich against the Stars or the Preds. So be on the lookout for that. But I can, I mean, we're going to see Jake Ottinger in net against Detroit with Holtby playing a full game last night. Going to be very, very interesting to see how this game shakes out based on the matchups that we're going to see. And if this, you know, if Brian is correct and the issue for this Red Wings team in this game is going to be depth, then we need to see a big game from the Raffle Fox to Glendinning line. Assuming that these are the lines that we see for the Stars, I guess there's a chance that we could see some of the lines get shaken up on the road 
the lineups get moved. But I can't imagine after last night that that'll happen too much. So I expect to see similar lines, if not the exact same lines that we saw in last night's game. But Raffle, Fox, and Glendini need to come up big. And if they, you know, can play superior to some of these weaker depth depth players of this Red Wings team, I think that the Stars can, you know, find their way to come out on top. And I, I think based on what we saw last night, it's going to be a tough, grinded out game. You know, Detroit a little bit rested up. Their last win actually coming against the Buffalo Sabres as well in OT. They're going to be playing at home. They're going to be rested up. Going to be a very intense game, it seems like. I, I like the Dallas Stars in this game, but I don't know if I'm confident enough to say that they win this one just based on a lot of the circumstances going in. I'm going to say it's a tough loss for the Stars, probably a score of 3-2, to two, maybe even an OT loss. I mean, if they're able to at least salvage a point in this game or get two, any kind of points in this game would be a W. would really be nice to see them get two, but I'm going to predict that they lose by a score of 3-2 to two in overtime to the Detroit Red Wings. And for the first goal for the Stars, I'll go ahead and give it to Michael Raffle have a lot of confidence in that third line going in these guys all of them have shown that they can be sneaky good players throughout this season I, I don't expect them to you know come in and put up superstar type numbers but I have high expectations for the three guys on the stars third line going into this game it's going to be very very fun to see how it shapes out and it's going to be fun to see the stars send us into the weekend hopefully on a high note but we'll we'll have to see only time will tell but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars be sure to tune in on Monday, we'll be breaking down this game as well as looking ahead to what this next week has in store for the Dallas Stars as they'll be wrapping up their two-game, four-game road trip with two additional games against the Devils and the Flyers. Thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. NFL playoffs are this weekend and if you're going to be making bets on those games be sure to go check those guys out they'll give you all the insight that you need for the big games in the nfl this weekend as well as any other sports that you may want to bet on be sure to follow and subscribe to the locked on stars podcast wherever you find your podcast at whether that's on youtube or your favorite podcasting platform it's always free to listen no matter where or how you listen to your podcast be sure to also rate and review if you like what you hear and also follow me on twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also find the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow there as well. But thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you have a fantastic weekend, Stars fans. We will see you back here on Monday.